This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Great, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost like a scene out of The Wizard of Oz. The Wicked Witch of Chicago is dead politically. Beetlejuice, Lori, Lightfoot, Lightweight. Un- unbelievable, the destruction that she wreaked on Chicago, which is my second city. I was actually raised there my first five years, 46, in Rockwell, uh, South Side, which is uh, then was the Polish section, now it's the Mexican section. And it's so interesting because um, I have guardian angels there. They were on the CTA, which is their subway system, last night, and were reporting the people were celebrating, high-fiving them, saying, the Wicked Witch... Supporting the criminals, Lori Lightfoot is dead politically. Dead. D-O-A. Oh, God. Joy. Joy. Nachis. Nachis. She single-handedly took a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball and destroyed Chi-Town. Just like Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope. Single-handedly in eight years destroyed this city that we love. And by the way, if you notice, he has not been nominated to be Labor Secretary. Thank God. By the Biden administration, uh, he was trying to pimp a ride off Joe Biden. But let's uh, get into the nitty-gritty of Lori Lightfoot, who is a sore loser. A horrible sore loser. Now think about it. When she last ran, she was out of the federal prosecutor's office and pretended that she would bring law and order to Chicago. She did not. She's married to a white woman, openly a lesbian, African-American, and clearly a feminist. No doubt about it. She was not a George Santos. All those things were true. Her opponent in the runoff the last time around was an African-American woman from the south side of Chicago, who I had met many years ago in organizing the Guardian Angels. Too liberal, too progressive. 
So it was assumed that Lori Lightfoot, because she was from the federal prosecutor's office, would bring more of a law and order administration to the mayoralty down in Daly Plaza in the epicenter of Chicago. And she did not. So remember, the runoff was between two African-American women, Lori Lightfoot, a open lesbian, and a open feminist. And she won fair and square. But now she lost fair and square, and she's moaning and groaning and was asked a simple question about what did she think the reason was that she got squashed. How much of this do you think might have to do with the fact that you're a woman, and specifically a black woman? About 99% of it. 99% of the reason that she lost, she now claims, is because she was a black woman. Again, she banks on the fact, and this is what all politicians do, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, they think you're all stunad, you're all stupid. You can't remember what went on five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago. In her own runoff victory four years ago, again, I can't say it enough. It was two black women in the runoff. She was considered more the law and order candidate simply because she came out of the federal prosecutor's office uh, in Chicago. Uh, And uh, she was also openly a lesbian, had married a white woman, still is married to her, and a declared feminist, right? So she won fair and square against her adversary, an African-American woman from the South Side. After the same series of candidates first competed in the nonpartisan election, although it's really not nonpartisan because they're all Democrats. They're all Democrats. So Lori Lightfoot went on to then talk about how women and people of color are always held to a different standard. Women and people of color are always held to a different standard. I understand that. I've known that my whole life. And then in her concession speech, barely a concession, she talked about how you're not defined by how you fall, but how hard you work. I I was elected and ran on disrupting the status quo. And when you disrupt the status quo, you are going to make people uncomfortable. You are going to have people criticize you. Oh, so she was a disruptor. Disruptor. Oh, I see. I see. And, And that's why she got ousted. You couldn't be any more hopelessly wrong. She was certainly not a disruptor. She was just a failed mayor. Now, think of it. You had uh, Jimmy Carter, who is now in hospice in Plains, Georgia, uh, and he failed miserably against the man from Illinois, Ronald Reagan. And the other candidate in that uh, election of 1980 was Anderson, the congressman from Illinois, who was a Republican but ran as an independent, making it much, much more difficult for Ronald Reagan to become president. But remember, Ronald Reagan was able to lure over to his side against Jimmy Carter moderate Democrats, of which Jimmy Carter was one. But he was a failed president. He had failed so miserably that moderate Democrats uh, just evacuated the Democratic Party in that presidential election and gave Ronald Reagan a unanimous victory against a sitting president, almost unheard of, moderate Democrats. Even though the other candidate in there specifically meant to take votes away from Ronald Reagan, the Republican was Anderson, the congressman who was a Republican but ran as an independent. So, and you never heard Jimmy Carter complaining about that, 
like you heard uh, Lori Lightfoot, a.k.a. Lightfoot, well, Lightweight, uh, discuss it. And then yesterday, a real disruptor, a disruptor of the ability of children across America to learn and compete, as she had been her many years when she was in charge of the UFT Union of Failed Teachers in New York City, Randy the Winer Weingarten was praising to the umpteenth Brandon Johnson, who, if he gets elected in this runoff against Paul Vallis, will go even further to the left than Lori Lightfoot Lightweight. By the way, um, I know Brandon Johnson for the last um, decade or so. He is a fantastic community guy from Chicago, and if anybody can actually bring Chicago together, he can. Ha! And she was saying that last night on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion with John Katzmatidis. She was lobbying them because they had spoken with the winner, Paul Vallis. But now, remember, it may be difficult for Paul Vallis, even though he won uh, going away. Because all the other candidates who fell to the wayside in the nonpartisan election, their votes might coalesce behind the Democratic Socialist of America, Brandon Johnson. Listen to how Randy Weingarten tries to lobby our audience, but more importantly, John Katzmatidis. Just give Brandon the benefit of the doubt here. He is a charismatic, transformational young leader who ran a multi-ethnic, multi-racial campaign and came from nowhere no one gave him a shot. Well, I and, don't know, you know Brandon got, at all. So I don't know yeah, Brandon so at all. I'll rely on your on your recommendations. No, no, don't. 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 Please, John, I'm going to have a discussion with John Katsimatidis. Uh, Randy, the wine or wine guard now in charge. The Peter Principle kicked in. Kicked upstairs after failing as the chairwoman of the Union of Failed Teachers here in New York City for many years. Never siding uh, with uh, the students, always her teachers, against the interests of the students. And now she does it on a national level with the um, American Federation of Teachers. And by the way, who do you think has the endorsement of the Chicago branch of the UFT in this runoff election? The Union of Failed Teachers in Chicago, which is even worse than the UFT here in New York City under Michael Mogul. Brandon Johnson has And let me tell you how bad it is in Chicago. In neighborhoods that I patrolled as a guardian angel, and remember, I was, uh, first five years of my life was spent in a four-story walk-up, 46 in Rockwell, and what used to be the Polish section south side of Chicago, not far from where the dailies uh, uh, had their... uh, had their tyrannical dictatorship based in Bridgeport, which was the Irish section. The stockyards there, I remember, boy, the stink that would flow in through the windows in a hot summer July day would twirl the hairs in your nostrils from the rendering plants. And nearby Sox Park, Kaminsky Park, where my dad, when he'd be visiting his brothers, Leonard, Smitty, uh, and Ernie, and my grandfather, Anton, they'd go to a uh, Yankee game there because some summers we would go over there and actually they'd drag me along and they would jeer my hero, Mickey Mantle, and cheer the Chicago White Sox. Well, nearby there are now predominantly Mexican neighborhoods, Pilsen, Little Village, Humboldt Park. I mean, it's like you're in the heart of Mexico. It's like you're in Colegico, Mexico City, Guadalajara. And Pablo Shorty Guzman 
was bringing in, I mean, kilos and kilos of cocaine and heroin right into those neighborhoods of Pilsen, Little Village, and Humboldt Park. He never got prosecuted in Chicago, even though all the evidence was about his uh, his express uh, train, basically his underground railroad from uh, the border in Mexico right to the Mexican neighborhoods of Chicago, Pilsen, Little Village, and Humboldt Park. They wouldn't try him in Chicago because they thought that he could taint a federal jury. That's why eventually he was charged in the Eastern District of uh, of Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, housed in the Federal House of Detention in Sunset Park, found guilty on all charges, even though he was being represented by, oh, my God, Lickman. Same guy who represented John Gotti Jr. when he was charged with attempting to murder and kidnap me. Hell yeah, Jeffrey Lickman. Got found guilty on every count and is now in the Supermax in Colorado and Florence, where every one of those inmates is uh, underground. They never see a natural light, and they're let out of their jail cells one hour a day to take a little exercise, to take a little constitution, and they're not allowed to commingle or have conversations with the other. Uh, serial killers, terrorists, enemies of society. Ramsey Youssef is their mastermind of the first World Trade Center attack in 1992. And he should die there, die there. But just just know, as bad as it is here, it's ten times worse in my second city, Chi-Town. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the bees. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the yes. sound of the bees. One of these degenerate hip-hop monsters considered the professor of rap. Oh, oh, yeah. The sound of the beast, the police, and Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And, uh, yes, even Hakeem Jeffries. One day will be Speaker of the House of Representatives claim that when they were studying their lessons as young whippersnappers, they would listen to uh, KRS-One, considered the professor of rap who spewed hatred towards the NYPD and the police. The sound of the beast, the sound of the police. They've never answered that question because no matter a million different ways that I've tried to get reporters like our own crack uh, WABC uh, news crew to do, you know, they're feckless, they're weak, they're McWhiteys, you know. Hey, Hakeem Jeffries and Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. They have their complexion is their protection. So McWhitey Whitey's not going to ask him anything. So yesterday uh, there was a city council hearing uh, about a special unit called the SRG. Uh, used to be uh, Tactical Patrol Force, TPF. I remember as a kid when there were riots uh, in Brownsville along Rockaway Parkway, Pitkin Avenue, East New York Avenue. John Lindsay uh, would meet uh, with demonstrators at the old 75th Precinct on East New York Avenue and Rockaway 
uh, near Pekin. And he would claim, oh, no, it was disruptions. It wasn't riots. It was disruptions. I know what I saw. I saw burning burning buildings. I saw firefighters trying to fight fires. Uh, rocks and bottles were being thrown at them. I saw the looting of a lot of the furniture stores, a lot of the retail establishments there that never, ever returned after that. That was in the 60s. Yeah, that's it. And they had a tactical patrol force that would gather up in the parking lot of Shea Stadium They'd have their hats and bats, and they'd get into the buses, and they would be brought into the area of the, quote, disruptions, when, in fact, they were riots. But yesterday on the front steps uh, of City Hall before a city council hearing on this uh, new unit to replace the TPF, uh, the SRG, took place, and what were claims of the uh, activists, Black Lives Matter, and Tifa supporters that they were brutal in kettling them and cornering them and preventing them from continuing their demonstration in the summer of 2020 after George Floyd. It was in Mott Haven in the Bronx, which didn't get anywhere near the attention of the rioting, the looting and shooting that took place in Midtown Manhattan. And in Soho on June 1st and June 2nd of 2022, when Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, gave the orders to the police to stand down. Stand down. Let them vent. And so yesterday there was kettle scorn because there is going to be an allotment of $6 million to those protesters. Comes to, uh, I don't know. Uh, what can we say? It's about $21,000 per protest. So they claim they were abused. They were pepper sprayed. They were prevented by the bicycle squad of the SRG from moving, which oftentimes would dress like the, uh, <laughs> what do we call them? Would dress up like the uh, teenage uh, mutant ninja turtles with their body armor. They look like Leonardo, Raphael, Don Utella, Michelangelo. They were harmless. They were not like the old tactical patrol force in any way, shape, or form. But listen, listen to the outrage in city council first from a spokesperson for Black Lives Matter. We are commanding and demanding that you disband the SRG. We will no longer fund our own oppression. Over our dead body. We paid for that lady. We paid for law and order. We didn't get it in the summer of 2020, even with the SRG. Then there was a woman who claims that as a result of her victimization at the hands of the police during the demonstration, she's had nonstop insomnia. She's had fright and flight modes. It included being pushed with bikes, having pepper bombs thrown at us. Uh, rubber bullets being fired at us. I had insomnia and lived in a fight or flight mode for a while. And then the number one enemy in the city council, uh, leading the Democrat Socialists of America. She's the mini-me, the AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America, the Justice Warriors. Tiffany Kavan, who you know recently... I opened up the Ronald Reagan Republican Club in Astoria, and we now have a candidate that will challenge her because she never gets challenged. She never gets primaried by Democrats. She never gets challenged by the Republicans. But now we're taking it to a listen to this hater of cops. And those very same police with the opportunity this morning to take some responsibility for their actions are nowhere to be seen. Yeah, 
because uh, there are continued lawsuits uh, that are being held over the taxpayers' heads. Man, this is specious. And then the other Democratic Socialists of America, representative of Park Slope in Brooklyn, who has told her constituents like, come on, never, never, never call the cops, never call 911. Said, never, never, no, 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 cops, forget the cops, you know, love the criminals, love the crooks, love the gangbangers. Her name, Shahana Hanif. New Yorkers have been calling to disband the SRG for many, many years. So from the NYPD, this is absolutely unacceptable. This council is watching. Yeah, and I'm watching you, uh, honey, and all your Democratic Socialists in Park Slope, home of Bill de Blasio on 7th Avenue and 11th Street, where he every day buys a nickel and dime bag from a nearby Rastafarian. Let me tell you this, honey. Opened up a Ronald Reagan uh, Republican club in the heart of Astoria. That's the motherland for the DSA. The biggest location in Brooklyn is Park Slope. Hey, the Ronald Reagan new club is coming to you with Curtis Sliwa, and we'll be running a candidate against you, too, you cop-hater. But the cop-hater of all cop-haters was Hawk Newsom, leader of the Black uh, Black Lives Matter group in New York City. Remember him? He's riding around in a $100,000 tricked-out Cadillac Escalade. Where do you get the money for that? Lives in Concourse Village. He's a mamaluke. He lives with his mother. And he lives with his sister, who is another Black Lives Matter hater of cops. I just want to take you through uh, some of the things that Hawk Newsom has said recently and in the past. And just imagine, we're giving money to people like this. We are giving money to people like Hawk Newsom. Black cops ain't black, they blue. Okay, a pig is a pig. Whether they black, white, brown, Asian, or Haitian, a cop is a cop, and they are upholding white supremacy. We are not our ancestors. We will you up. Black power. Black power. Yeah, yeah, we're giving money to the likes of Hawk Newsom. Remember, he's from the Bronx. That was a demonstration in Mount Haven. It really didn't get a lot of attention like the demonstrations that turned into looting, shooting, and rioting on June 1st, June 2nd uh, of the summer of 2020. You remember, they were putting up plywood in Macy's Herald, the gateway to the world. They knew that there'd be rioting and looting, and de Blasio told the cops to stand down. All the uh, trendy shops in Soho did likewise. They knew, they could tell. The rioting, looting, and shooting would take place. And then I gave the orders to the guardian angels. We're crawling into the belly of the beast. The police were told to stand down, stand down, as we took our positions to fight uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa when they committed crimes, which they were doing all over the place, looting, assaulting, uh, breaking in uh, to uh, all kinds of stores with the attitude of, well, what do you care, Curtis? What do you care? They have insurance. Yeah, yeah. You let them come and you let them uh, uh, steal first. Uh, they steal the property, right? They break into the property. They steal the product. And then the next thing they come for, the people, the 3P principle. Remember, they break into your property. They steal your product. And then they come for the people. And we've seen that ever since. We took a mighty stand. Many of our guardian angels were injured. I had my jaw broken. 
We're not suing anybody. That's the price of standing up when you fight for what you know is right. But again, here is Hawk Newsom. Remember, these are the demonstrators who will be making $21,000 a piece, a total of $6 million as a result of their rioting, looting, and shooting of the summer of 2020, in this case, in the Mott Haven section of the Bronx. They think that they're going to go back to the old ways of policing, that we're going to take to the streets again. There will be riots, there will be fire, and there will be bloodshed. There will be bloodshed. They don't want the tactical patrol force, which had to be used for many years to put down riots. Tactical patrol force, again, had their hats and bats at the ready. Uh, They would line up in Shea Stadium, get into the police buses, and they would be sent to wherever there was a, quote, disruption, according to John Lindsay, which were riots. Riots in Harlem, riots in Brownsville, riots in East New York. I saw the ones in Brownsville and East New York as a young boy. You couldn't miss them. They They were right there. Tenements were being burned. Retail establishments were being looted and then burned down. And then actually Hawk Newsom knew the trigger words to use to his followers in the summer of 2020. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. This was their battle cry. This was their battle cry. If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. All right. And I could be speaking uh, figuratively. I could be speaking literally. It's a matter of interpretation. We don't get what we want. We'll burn this country down. And we're paying these people. We're giving them $21,000 a piece because the unit, the SRG, the specialized unit, that follows the demonstrators to make sure they don't get out of control, they don't violate the law, they don't assault others along the way, which they're prone to do. We're on bicycles. And again, they were fashioned after the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Their body armor looked like that. It was really ridiculous. Uh, The bats and hats was far more ominous and far more threatening and did a lot to put down riots just when you saw those cops get out of the police buses. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on their bicycles looking like Leonardo, Raphael, Don Utella, Michelangelo might as well have been a part of community affairs. It didn't intimidate anyone. And it didn't stop the riots, the shooting and the looting in the summer of 2020. Because Bill de Blasio basically said to the NYPD, no mas, no mas, give in to the rabble, give in to the looters and shooters, let them release steam. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! Child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away, and he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he'd say, I'm gonna be like you, Dad. You know I'm gonna be like you. And the cats in the cradle and the Great song. You know we'll have a good 
departed many, many years ago, Harry Chapin. Cats in the cradle. And what I heard this morning, so disturbing. Uh, Noam Layden did a news report about cats being chemically tortured in the streets of Richmond Hill, Queens. And then uh, Sid decided to interrupt the newscast. Someone may be torturing cats in Richmond Hill, Queens. Local rescuers say street cats have been showing up that look to have chemical burns on them. Oh, my God. What did they go through? Like, how did this happen? And, you know, their pain, because you could see it in their face. You know, it's just, and they're shaking, and it was horrible. Three cats taken to Long Island. Do you not feel bad for cats? I hate cats. And so the cat hater intervened. Gnome Layden, which was so showing some kind of empathy right there, realized, hey, this is the guy who fired me. That's right. Sid Rosenberg had him fired. So for job security, watch how he flips from being empathetic to agreeing with Sid Rosenberg all within one conversation. Do you not feel bad for cats? I hate cats. Yeah, but do you think it's okay for someone to burn them with chemicals? No, no, I didn't say that. Are you? Yeah? Well, let me just... Have a good time, Sid. (laughs) (laughs) Get Curtis Lee out there. He's very upset. I hate cats, cats. too, by the way. I second that. I hate cats. Oh, they're disgusting animals. You know what? I hate them as well. What was that? I hate them as well. Gnome Layden. For job security, he said that. He's so intimidated. So fearful that Sid again will have him fired. And by the way, I need to remind the audience, Sid stormed into the offices of the program director at that time, Craig Schwab at the old WABC, insisted that Noam Layden be fired. I followed him and said, keep Noam Layden, keep Noam Layden. Noam was fired, exiled to WOR, Woman's Only Radio. I stayed in touch with Noam. I said, man, you need to be back at WABC, and he is. And now, now Sid, right? Whatever Sid says, Noam follows. And then Sid says, he does feel bad, but he still hates them. Well, they hate us, Noam. You know, they, 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 they hate, hate us. us. Yeah. They're like women. They just they stare at you us. and look at you, and <laughs> they know that they're going to they're kill you at some point. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. But I you don't know, spray women with chemicals, so <laughs> you shouldn't uh, do it to cats. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is not point. the attitude to have for this story either. Since this is not the time to express like how he's this. considering it. Yeah, it's on who. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for the cats. I do. Yeah, you get I, Curtis out there. He'll, he'll stop the whole Yeah, I am getting out there, Sid. I am. And I'll be on tomorrow morning at 7.05 as I am every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.05. The pin slap Sid around as a fiend and a foe. Because notice, Sid and all of his friends were laughing. The torture of these cats. And then finally, Noam talks about how one of the cats had to have a leg amputated and listen to Sid and all of them. A cacophony of jackals. But one of the cats, the <laughs> veterinarian said, uh, it can survive, but I had to have to take off all four legs. No. Yeah. This is horrible. Yes. So uh, they, they put that cat to Easy sleep. to carry no. around. You're right. <laughs> you seem less upset when one of our soldiers loses legs and arms in Afghanistan than his cat. I'm just saying. You know. That shit is true. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, we got true. five contraplegics yeah. here in the United States. Well, if I had that story, you know, but this is the story of the, of the morning. Sad, no, These very, cats, very people story. very sad. Yeah. People should be put to death. Do you want to hear about a dead humpback whale? <laughs> sure. Why not? What Why? did they have to remove? <laughs> God, laughing.
over the death of another whale. That makes 24. This one in the channel between New York and New Jersey. I'll fix them tomorrow. And then Bo Deedle, my nemesis, claimed that he saw me out there as he had me under surveillance. Then I saw (laughs) him meeting with this guy, Len Berman and Michael Riddle. Wait, Wait a second. He's been meeting with them. I saw them having lunch together. Are they are, are they on the same time we're on? Wait a second. Wait a second. What? Len Berman and Michael Riedel yeah, are the guys are that you talk about you beating up that guy badly at the wedding. Yeah. What I do to them every morning is worse. They're my, quote, unquote, competition at WR. There's no competition. What, what? They get a point eight. I get a 7.6. So why is he? Why is he meeting with He was with them? Oh, I got pictures, man. I got pictures. Come. Good show the world, Bo. Because when I was running against Fernando Mateo in the Republican primary to be mayor, you supported Mateo, and Sid was having dinner with Mateo, right? I remember. And who would give me interviews all the time? Len Berman and Michael Riedel. And Mark Simone, who promoted me for mayor and talked about afterwards what a mistake it was to have Eric Adams and Sean Hannity. I had more support from WOR than the mothership station here at WABC. And by the way, Michael Riedel was a young Republican at 12, had me at the opening of Broadway. I met Andrew Lloyd Webber and saw Phantom of the Opera that Eric Adams did not attend. Yeah, so I'll continue to have dinner with them. Bo. And Sid, who were having dinner with Mateo, and Bo was supporting Mateo, and then Eric Adams. Anyway, tomorrow you want to be listening at 7.05, because now we're going to unwrap the mystery of this so-called Phil Dixon.